Okay, say something funny now. Welcome to this week's edition of Hockey Unfiltered, the podcast with Ken Campbell. I'm Dylan Waugh. I'm the sidekick. I'm the Hardy to Ken's Laurel. No, it's Laurel to Ken's Hardy. Well, it depends on if you go on screen or off screen. Okay, it doesn't matter. Today, we're going to be talking about the Hart Trophy and should the NHL consider making a second Hart Trophy award, sort of. Also, we're going to be talking about Tampa Bay Lightning and wrap up on the trade deadline. Check us out on Twitter at Hockey No Filter. And, of course, at Ken underscore Campbell 27 and, of course, at underscore Dylan Waugh. Right. And you're, the 27 is because of the best player on the best team of all time, right? For Ken, Ken underscore Campbell 27? No, it's, well, it's Frank Mahovlich, but not for, not for 27 with the Leafs, 27 with the Canadians. Yes. Well, that was the best team of all time. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Well, he that yeah, but he wasn't on the best team of all time. He wasn't on the team that won the four straight cups. That's true. He was on the team in seventy one and seventy three, and then he jumped to the WHA. Get, yeah, get with the program. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. my apologies. <laughs> I was, I was, I was nary a twinkle in my father's eye. Nary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My, my I'm going with it. Yeah. I'm sticking okay. with it. You yeah. know, they've got a rule of thumb in jazz, which is that if you if is you make that it, is that just keep playing until everybody wants to kill you. Is that the rule in jazz? Like, I love just, jazz. Just How keep dare just you? keep playing like nonsensical random notes until people want to like want to jump off a cliff. Is that what is that the rule in jazz? Is that what it is, Dylan? Is that it? Oh man, I'm bringing my fastball today. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna be so annoying. It's oh boy, was that funny. your fastball? <laughs> oh jeez, this is. Well, this may be the last Hockey Unfiltered <laughs> podcast. <laughs> See, I'm bringing my slow ball. Okay. Um, all right. No, there's a rule of thumb in jazz, which is, and it's actually kind of funny because it's actually essentially what you said. <laughs> but, but it's it's not a mistake if you do it three times. Oh, okay. Right? So if you yeah. play the wrong note once yeah. and then you do it again yeah. and again, yeah. then it'll sound like you meant to do that. Right. So okay. that's why I'm saying I'm sticking with Nary. Because I'm just going to play the wrong note three times. Okay. All right. And 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 the Laurel and Hardy. Did you like the Laurel and Hardy reference? Yeah, it was, yeah it's not your. It wasn't your best. No. 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 I liked had... them a lot. Eh. Like. Uh, Do you? Yeah. 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 yeah my my dad was a big me. classic movie buff. Was he? Yeah. 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 So I didn't. Are have... you a Stooges guy at all? There is an Instagram account of essentially three guys that have done the Three Stooges. And they've they've. What do you mean they've done it? Like, like they've, they've, they dress they've, like them and oh, they do yeah, yeah. shticks like them, but okay. they're new shticks. They're oh, okay. their own shticks. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. you'd really like it. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. I liked I liked Stooges, but like like I was one of the kids. I didn't grow up with Disney movies as much as I grew up with Charlie Chaplin. Right. Wow. Because you know, yeah, um, child abuse is a real thing <laughs> in in the first world here. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. No. I loved. I, so I loved Charlie Chaplin and Laurel Hardy, and of course. Um, Buster Keaton and right. you know kind of that whole. What's your what's your what's your um, what's your position on Benny Hill? What's my position on Benny Hill? Yeah, yeah. I don't really have a strong position on okay. Benny Hill. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry to <laughs> yeah. sorry to disappoint. Just, what's your position? Since you seem to be only asking me this, so that I'd ask you back. Well, when I was fourteen, I thought it was just brilliant. Yeah. I, I don't. I I have no idea 
how I'd feel about it now because I haven't watched it in so long. Yeah, some stuff I, doesn't I age the, well. I get the sense it might not have aged very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Fair enough. All right, well, should we talk about hockey? I just want to say one more thing. When I came in, you were playing your guitar. I've been known to do that. Very cool. <laughs> No, but like like Ferris Bueller, like you never had a lesson, right? Like you just taught yourself? No, no, I had lessons. Oh, did you? Yeah, okay. I'm sorry to disappoint wow. you. Wow, really? That's the result That's of having... That's as far as I That's the result was. of having lessons? Oh, boy. Holy smokes. Oh, boy. Yes, I've had I've had <laughs> lessons in guitar. I've, I've No, had, you're very talented. I've I'm had lessons kidding. in violin. Yep. Uh, I've had opera lessons, singing. Yeah. And... Uh, and I'm not very good at any of it. <laughs> I think I think you're outstanding at it. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Like I, I just Dylan composed the theme for the for the show. I did compose, and the it's theme actually re- like it's actually really good. Like I think it is. Anyways. Every week you make fun I also try to start it right when Ken's mid sentence. That's that's kind of the that's kind of being a bit of an ongoing thing now. Before we before we get to the hockey, let's talk about some other hockey. How'd you play last night? Like always, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a bit too that's a bit too much. That's a little bit too much. Okay. Oh God. No one's gonna listen past this. Nobody is. <laughs> uh, no, we had eleven skaters on each bench. First oh, time nice. ever. Like it was uh, no eleven skaters on each team. Yeah. So we had. Oh, we had. A so good, people were getting yeah. real pissed off at you for your long shifts. No, I wasn't taking long shifts. No, you were doing I, your four was, minute shifts, and I was like a ball of energy out there. Like I was just a ball of energy. Yeah. I was creating turnovers. I was getting in on the forecheck. For the the other team. Uh, No, 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 (laughs) no. I was getting in on the forecheck. I was carrying the puck. I was, I didn't score any goals because I have terrible hands. But other (laughs) than that, I was great. I've started getting better hands as I've been coaching and just one day thought to myself, I just want better hands. Yeah. For the sake of my students, really. Right. Right. And uh, so now when they're getting water or something like that, I'm just practicing my stick handling. Okay. And it's getting there. But like every once in a while when I try to do it, like in the shootout at the end of a session, I'm just like, I'm like, ah, boy, Patrick Kane, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I do some big stick handles and then I lose it on the backhand and then wow. I, you know, yeah. have to make the skate of shame. So speaking of Patrick Kane, um, you made a suggestion, which is, should we essentially have a secondary heart trophy of just some kind? Just for this year. Just for this year. No. No, we shouldn't as a rule. But this year, there should be like the, um, and it should be sponsored by like Avis. Right. You know, we try harder. Because, <laughs> I mean, let's face it. Yeah. Let's face it. The heart trophy debate is over. It's over. He's he. I don't know how... Like, even if you're trying to pretend you're smarter than everybody else, how you could not vote for Connor McDavid yeah. right now, right? Yeah. Like, two years ago, or was it last year, he got, he, he, he ran the table. Yeah. Ran the table. First time since, like, Wayne Gretzky, I think, in 84, 85. Yeah. Got every first place vote, right? Right. Uh, I, I just can't see that not happening this year. Like, how do you not, how, in like, how could anyone ever justify not voting for Connor McDavid this year. And and yeah. now and now the best thing about it is they make the votes public, right? Right. So now you look like an idiot. 
Yeah, yeah. Now, before, you might have been able to just say, like the year that uh, the guy in Montreal didn't have Jerome McGinley as one of his top five, and Jose Theodore won the Hart Trophy basically because of that. Um, you know, you, you never know. You, you didn't know who it was then. Now, like if I didn't vote for Connor McDavid for the Hart Trophy, like can you imagine yeah. the deluge of like criticism? Yeah. So anyway, so it's over. Like it's over. If if Connor McDavid broke his leg tonight and was to miss the rest of the season, I think he'd still win the Hart Trophy. So <laughs> what is he? Twenty eight points now? Is it yeah. is it twenty eight? I was just looking at it, twenty eight points ahead yeah, of 20, Leon Dreisidel. Twenty eight points ahead. That's like the, he is dominating, relatively speaking, in a way like, you know, Gretzky, Lemieux. I mean, there have been guys that have come close to sweeping the ballot. Yeah. Like Lemieux did it one year. I think Hasha came close one year. Yeah. Uh, Yager actually came close one year. And But Gretzky, to my knowledge, and I look back in hockey reference, and they didn't always have the voting breakdown, mm-hmm. but when they did have a voting breakdown, Gretzky was the only one who's ever, in 84-85, the year he had 212 points, Yeah, he swept it. And yeah. then Connor McDavid swept it. Was it two years ago or was it last year? I can't remember. I think it was two years ago. Yeah. So, anyways, because yeah. Ma- Matthews won it last year, no? Correct. Correct. Yeah. So it would have been two years ago. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to me, the the Hart Trophy's it's over. It's done. It's over. We don't even have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine if they did like just for this year? Had a second place winner. <laughs> yeah. And sponsored by Avis. We try harder. The Avis trophy. Like, holy cow. Yeah. Like, can you, like, think about the field. The field is think huge. Think about the field. Yeah. Eric Carlson, Miko Rantanen, Nathan McKinnon, Tage Thompson, David Pasternak, Jack Hughes. Crosby. Sidney Crosby, who has 56 even strength points this year. Yeah. Do you know that Jared McCann has more five on five goals? Per sixty than anybody in the league doesn't sh- doesn't shock me at all. Yeah, and he's Tate, always been an advanced analytics Tate, darling. Tate Thompson has more points than anybody in the league. Um, so but like, to, but so like who would you we're, pick? Since who we're switching, pick? since we're switching places, so why don't they just make him play the full sixty minutes, Dylan? Exactly. <laughs> since we're <laughs> since we're switching places, I agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, just 100%. make Jared McCann play the full sixty minutes. Yeah. Um. Or just have six guys on each team. Right. And make them all play the full 60 minutes. Yeah, of course. They used to do that. Why don't... Why don't you see, they used you to should, do that. You should be an NHL coach. I should be. Yeah. I think Bill Armstrong's going to be sh- looking soon. I would play that shit out of my players if I was, like, my best player. Oh, man, it would... I, I'd be like... Yeah. I, I remember there was one time in junior hockey, Brian Kilray, Alan McCauley played all of a third period of a game. Right, and he he just kept coming back to the bench, and and Kilroy would say, "Are you tired, Alan?" And he'd go, "No, I'm I'm good." So yeah. he'd just keep sending him back out there. So, who has the most time on ice per game played in the NHL this year? Per game, yeah, time on ice per game played. Oh, per game played, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's that's basically average time on ice. This yeah, year, exactly. Right? Yeah. Uh, Eric Carlson. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr, yeah. 26 minutes and 42 seconds. Yep, yep. And, for and he's f- got like 50 points. For as much as he's, been, as he's been hurt this year, he's got 50 points. And for a forward? Oh, Linus Allmark, too, in that group that we're talking about. Oh, as a as a Hart Trophy. Yeah. Secondary, uh, the Avis Trophy. The Avis Trophy, yeah. 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 I think- uh, who would you pick? I, I don't know who I'd pick. 
I yeah. have no idea who I'd pick. Like you want to say, okay, David Pasternak's the best player on the best team. Okay, right. so there's there's a case to be made. Who was there. your midseason heart pick? And he I was, said, and, and but I a lot's said, changed. A lot's yeah. changed since then. And hey, look, Connor Connor Hellebuck was my midseason uh, Vesna pick. Yeah, and he's had now, a terrible he, month. Yeah, now he can't stop anything. Yeah, did you watch the game last night? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. yeah. Two bad five hole goals. Come on, that's uh, yeah. And and look, I think he'll sort it out. And and you know, do you care if your if your goalie wins the Vesna or do you care? Like it's the, the, the year that Montreal, Dernan, it's the old Bill Dern and Turk Broda debate, right? The year that Montreal from the forties. No, I I know. The, no, you don't. Yes, no, Bill Dernan always won in the playoffs, and the other fellow always won in the regular season. No, it's the other way around. Ah, nuts! Bill Dernan was great in the regular season and didn't win enough Stanley Cups, and and then Turk Broda in Toronto would like have an okay season, and then he'd then he'd. Shut it right down. Don't you the miss playoffs. the days where you can say enough Stanley Cups? Like that's just so cool. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Like, like is any Montreal fan upset about uh, Carey Price taking them to the to the Stanley Cup final after having a mediocre season? No. 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 So who cares? Right. But anyways, it's but Vesna's a regular season award. Um, most time and ice per game played for a forward is Connor McDavid. Yeah. Twenty two minutes and forty three seconds. Yep. And the next forward is Rantanen, 22 minutes and 25 seconds. Yeah. I think Miko Rantanen. They like, lean on Rantanen so much. To me, yeah. to me, everybody's talking about Nathan McKinnon being their MVP yeah. this year. I think Miko Rantanen. Because he carried them when all those guys were hurt. And he's just been insane this year. He's just been insane. So that's always my my heart trophy question, right? Is you take that player off the team, how many games are they winning? Yeah, right. You take exactly. Connor McDavid off the Oilers, basically zero. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Let's just take away 56 goals and potentially, let's say, half of his points. Yeah. Throw it. So throw in like another, uh, I guess, 55. Yeah. So let's say 105 goals. Right. That couldn't have happened without him. Right. You're not winning many. Miko Rantanen has three overtime winners and one shootout winner. So so there's four points right there. By there's my four same points logic, right there that he got them in the standings. By my same logic... McKinnon's been out for extended periods of time. Yep. McCarr has been out. Yep. Landeskog has been out. Yep. Rantanen. Nachushkin's been out. Nachushkin's been out. Yep. If Rantanen's been out, Bowen Byron. Oh, that's right. Bowen Byron's been out. They've had a ton of injuries. So Rantanen's my secondary pick for Hart. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Well, you heard it here first. For the first time ever on Hockey Unfiltered, the podcast consensus. I think Miko Rantanen. I'm not sure. I'm actually not 100 percent sure because I keep track of this this stuff. I think Miko Rantanen might have the most first goals of the game in anybody in the league. Interesting. Yeah, that's. Oh huge. yeah, you do. You keep that's track huge. of this on your. Yeah, that's huge. Your, um... I, I think that's huge. I think the first goal of the game is huge, and yeah. I think like he's got ten by my count, and, yeah. I, and I think that's the most of anybody in the league. Yeah, and another guy. Like, we haven't even talked about Kirill Kaprizov. Oh, yeah. Like, s- smarten up. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't even think that we mentioned Dreisaitl either. Nope. In fairness. Yeah. The second but like leader I, in points. But like Jack Hughes, even a Dougie Hamilton. Like, Dougie Hamilton gets every overtime point they get. Right. Yeah. Like, he's either scores or he gets an assist. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I think it would be a... F- 
it would just be cool to do a separate, like, yeah, that's what the anti show should do. It'd be like, okay, Connor McDavid, we're not even going to, it's, we're going to do like, uh, guys used to do with Gretzky and hockey pools. Right. Yeah. You're, you're you not even, you're not even in it. Yeah. You're not even allowed in it. Like you, you can't yeah. pick Gretzky either that or, or Gretzky's goals are one pick and his assists are another pick. Right. That, yeah, or something like that. But it'd be like, okay, you're winning the heart trophy. We're not even going to put you in the race. Now we now we start voting on the most valuable player from 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 McDavid down. I don't even think that we men- mentioned Kucherov in that mix. Nothing. Didn't mention him. Who's like fourth in points. Yep. And third, well, yep. second really in points per sixty. Yeah. In all I think, situations, I think Eric Carlson is the only guy in the league who has more even strength points than Connor McDavid. Like that's uh, insane. Even strength? Yeah, I think. I could be wrong, but I think he's... Not per 60, not per blah, blah, blah. No, no, I know. Just total even strength points. I think he's... I think he's... Uh, I think Eric he's, Carlson's got 62. Carlo McDavid has 60. Yeah, and, and Sidney Crosby has 56. <laughs> Sidney Crosby 56. has 56. Elias Pettersson tied for 56. There's another guy we forgot. <laughs> no, like he's been ridiculous. You know, there's a commercial right now that you've probably seen, um, but you haven't made fun of on on Twitter okay. yet. Yep. Uh, which is uh, essentially it was like remember playing the old video games. It's a commercial oh, yeah, design yeah, yeah, for yeah, me, yeah, right? Yeah, like, right? This right. is my generation. The cheat right? codes and all that. The cheat yeah, codes yeah. And, stuff, and then yeah. it says like this is the golden age of hockey. Mm-hmm. Man, they're right about that. Well, they're right. Isn't they're this right. such a good right. time to be they're a right. hockey fan? They're right, but it's all well. No, you know what? The dead puck era was not the golden age of hockey. But it's always no. They're the gold- saying this is. I know, but it's always the golden oh, okay, age of yeah, hockey. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. But the dead puck era puts that to rest because that was definitely not the golden age of You're hockey. You're saying that outside of the dead puck era, whatever era you happen to be in at the is, time is, is the, the best. Is the hockey. best because it evolves, right? Yeah. It evolves, yeah. Right. Fair enough. Like Connor McDavid is the best. Is the greatest hockey player who ever lived, in my opinion. Right. Because he's evolved. He's he's he's. He's the most evolved player. Now, in that hypothetical one on one, is Gordy Howe allowed to use his elbows? Because in that case, I take Howe. I don't. <laughs> Just yeah, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Connor so, McDavid even gets anywhere no, near but it them. Is, but it is. It is. It's. It's a great time. It's a great a time fan. to be a hockey fan. If you can put up with like all the other stupid stuff, it's great. What stupid stuff are you referring to? Well, like I one topic that I posed. Like Ryan Hartman, oh yeah, gets fined what four thousand five hundred and sixty nine dollars and twenty two cents or something, the maximum allowable under the collective bargaining agreement. I yeah. always thought it was five thousand. I don't know why that. Maybe it's I have no idea. It's anyway, got to have something to do with his contract. Yeah. Anyway, so he gets one two games for uh, Tony D'Angelo. Or sorry, t- no, he gets fined five whatever. Yeah. On a play where he just about breaks Rasmus Anderson's hand. Yeah. And then, like, two seconds later, punches Trevor Lewis in the head. Yeah. And that, he gets a fine, and then Tony D'Angelo gets two games for sticking Corey Perry in the pills. Yeah. So, That's firstly, the stupidity that I'm firstly about. what do you call what do you call it when you get when you get a, a stick in the pills like that? Uh, mid body injury. That's what they're. Call- <laughs> That's what they're talking about now. They're, they're talking about mid body injury now. Yeah, 
Uh, I'll always always go back to Michel Therrien coming up in the playoffs and saying saying he has a body injury. A body injury, yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, no, no, like in terms of like hockey vernacular, because I heard a bunch of different ones on TV mm. when that happened, and they didn't use the one that I'm most familiar with. What's that? So I'm curious, do you have one, like a, 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 a slang for that? Not really. Um, junk, you know, hit, uh, hit to the junk. I don't know, like what? Cup check. Cup check, yeah. Just okay. making sure you're yeah, wearing yeah, a cup there, yeah, buddy. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's the one that I'm most familiar okay. with. Now, okay. look, I, I'm not defending the cup check at all. Are you defending Mitch cup check? Sorry? You- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not defending the cup check at all. But, like, you know, like, <clears throat> I agree with you. It's 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 outrageous. Tony, De- Tony D'Angelo is uh, persona non grata. Right, he's not a well liked guy around the league. Yeah, but Corey Perry's even hate, hated even more. Right, but but what I'm saying is is that um, is that I don't care how liked or how whatever. You know what I mean? Like right. we shouldn't right. see this. Yeah, I don't care about your political stance when it comes to you've done something objectively wrong and against the rules compared to not. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, for the record, I don't even think it needs to be said. Is I think his political stance is deplorable. But right. Right. You know, but when it comes right down to it, you know, it, it's hard to think it's hard not to think that that might have factored in or what what would lead I, I, into. I don't know. I don't see. I see. I think you're I think you're you're I think you're you're overthinking this. I just think it's just pure stupid inconsistency and, and the fact that they that for some reason, you know, uh well, I guess it's a fairly I don't know, but for some reason, you know, like like the, the NHL and player safety and that sort of thing, they get they they get these hobby horses, right? Like yeah. like spearing bad, you know, spearing in the nuts bad, yeah. slashing to the hand okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like like uh, like they they so often like like I mean you know, Keandre Miller gets three games for spitting. Yeah. You know, when he's set, well, you know, and, and I, I see no reason to, to. The other team came out and said that they believed him. Yeah. Not so. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyways, you know, they, they get, they get weird about certain things. Yeah. Right. And so this is like a big honor thing or something. I don't know. But like, it's not, it's not, but it's like, I mean, you know, I mean, if you're talking about the past, you know, you might be ten- – if you're thinking that and there's a bias, you might tend to think, well, Corey Perry got speared in the nuts. Well, he probably deserves it. So he shouldn't have got – Tony D'Angelo maybe shouldn't have got any games if you're if you're using that logic. I just think it's – I just think it's the – it's the – the dartboard of justice, the wheel yeah. of justice. Like one thing is one thing and then the next day it's something completely different. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is, in my opinion. It's just a complete lack of consistency, a complete lack of, like, just any sort of, I don't know. It's just like they, they're making it up as they go along. Can I, I'm going to make one one comment. It's going to be slightly borderline. We don't, we don't like to, I'm not going to say anybody, but we don't like to talk bad about media members here, and we do our best not to. I never do. I know. And and I and I respect that greatly. Yeah. yeah. But the only people that defend the uh, 
the this the justice in the NHL are the people that work for a network that is the rights holder. I, I don't know if they defend it, but they don't attack it. So I, I, yeah. I'm just saying like, like yeah, yeah, like they yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just I guess I'm just saying like I've I, I just I have little time for that. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not even saying anything against them. They they yeah. have a job to do and they have to do that job and they try to walk that line. Yeah. But I'm just saying that you know when you're when you're listening to different opinions and you're waiting this stuff out, just remember where they're all coming from. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? I just this yeah. is something that yeah. we should be we should be demanding yeah. better of. I mean, there was that spitting incident a year ago, and I forget who it was, but there was a fight that was broken up, and the guy was tied up by the ref and then punched in the face by the other player, and then he spat at the player, and then he got the suspension. And I'm like. He's tied up by the, yeah. uh, the by the linesman. His yeah. hands are completely tied. Yeah. He can't do anything. If he tries to remove his hands, he's suspended indefinitely. Maybe for yeah. roughing the linesman. Yeah. Right. If he tries mm-hmm. to get the linesman off of him, mm-hmm. and he gets punched in the face in that vulnerable position, where he all he can do is close his eyes and hope that it's not too hard. Yeah. And then he gets the suspension for spitting. I'm not for spitting. Yeah, no, no, it's it's I deplorable. I, it's know. deplorable, and I think three games for spitting, like for the record, I think three games for spitting is is completely reasonable. You spit on somebody, you should get three games. Yeah, but also you slash somebody's hands, you should get four or five games. That's my point. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean that's if you follow it that logic, that's fair. I mean, to me, I've just I, I see head hunting all the time that gets a, yeah. a fine or a yeah. game. And mm-hmm. so spitting, as disgusting as it is, I always go back to what's the difference between something that's annoying or difficult or painful compared to something that, like, it re- the really, unless we're talking about head injury, nothing is nothing is going to stick with you. Yeah, you'll be okay. You break your leg, you're just fine. You yeah. dislocate your knee, you're just fine. Right? You you do all you can you can really put your body through. The- through the blender, and you'll be just fine. And so to me, I'm like, I don't want to say I don't care about spitting, but it's not really that big of a deal to me. I'm like, ah, gross. Yeah, okay, give him a game, right? But like, I couldn't care less to get into that debate. I couldn't right. care less to get into the debate of the slash right. on the hands. Right. I know that Mathot lost a finger. <laughs> That's kind of more of a crazy freak incident than anything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I couldn't care less. But you can lose a finger. Yep. And survive. Yep. Yep. You know that as a carpenter for 15 years, right? <laughs> I've seen more than enough lost fingers in my day, you know? But you but this is the thing. I couldn't care less about any of it. And you're right. They get on their hobby horses. Don't slash the stick. Yeah, all right. I mean, it's annoying when somebody slashes a stick and the stick breaks and then the play yeah. is dead because of a broken stick. But for crying out loud, these guys like do you know what the suicide rates amongst hockey players is? Yeah. It's high. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, I don't know how high it is. I don't know if it's high. It's higher than you'd think. I saw the stats the other yeah, day, yeah. and I'm not going to cite them because I don't remember them okay. off the top of my head. Yeah. But it's higher than you think. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's that, my rant is well, over. Well, I just, I, just, I just feel like it's completely inconsistent. And yeah, it is. They get, they get these, you know, I mean, they, you know... I mean, a guy gets penalized more for diving sometimes than for punching a guy in the head. Which I don't like diving in hockey, but who does it hurt? Yeah, yeah. Yes, penalize them for diving, but really, when it comes right down to it, who does it hurt? Yeah. Is there somebody post-career 
battling with alcoholism, battling with painkillers yeah. because somebody dove when he hit him? <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Whew. Wow. You are. <laughs> got to take a breath here. Yeah. I am charged up, baby. All uh, I wanted to talk about was how stupid that, 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 yeah, no, no. that comparison was. I know. You're right. And then you took us, you took us down a, like, <laughs> pretty dark place. Didn't you see my soapbox when you walked in? <laughs> I did not. Cause I was looking at, I was watching you play guitar. I'm sure it was mesmerizing. Yeah, You're like, was. wow, I can't yeah. believe that he can get 11 wrong notes out of 10. <laughs> 10 notes. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Okay. Let's go to the Tampa Bay Lightning. But before we do. Yep. If you're listening, check out kencampbell.substack.com for Ken's excellent writing. He just recently had an article about the Boston Bruins that I disagree with thoroughly. Mm. But Ken doesn't care. This is a little insight about Ken. Doesn't care if you disagree with him. All he cares about is that you think. Right? Yeah. Yeah, He's he's nodding his approval right now. Yep. And... And I think that I, I feel about the same way. Mm. Also, I feel like if you're going to come at me and chirp me on Twitter or whatever, just be clever. Yeah. Yeah, just be clever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, anyways, so check out kencampbell.substack.com. You can get this podcast directly into your inbox. Also, uh, you can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast, including Apple Podcasts, Google, whatever, whatever, whatever. But... Don't forget to leave a review. Helps us out because it helps the algorithm, helps people find us, which helps us grow. And frankly, gives us more money, which is really, we're just, we're in it for the dollars. More tens of dollars. Yeah, no, we're, (laughs) yeah. Notice I said singular. I said, we're in it for the dollars. (laughs) 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 I couldn't, I felt like money to say money was a stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But anyways. Um, basically, Ken buys me coffee every time he shows up to my garage to record. Pretty much. And then I pay him back for it in our ad revenue. <laughs> yeah, that's true, eh? Yeah, that's probably about right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the coffee, my friend. Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> All right. Well, we wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't fun. The Tampa Bay Lightning. No, we would not. No. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Lightning. Do they suck? Hey, everybody. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more, and hockey, too. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Best of all, DraftKings is safe and secure and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Perfect. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. I you you worded it differently when you sent me. Are they Alyssa vulnerable? Topic. I feel like they're more vulnerable right now than they've ever been in the last three years. Yeah, like they they're 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 that's the nature of contending for like so long. even even like the year they got swapped by Columbus, they weren't vulnerable that year. No, they were so, a juggernaut. Something just screwy happened. Yeah. So basically, since for the first time since the eighteen nineteen season, I feel like they're a little vulnerable. Hmm. I do. I feel like they could lose in the first round. 
I just feel like something's... But there'd be some mad respect from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mad respect. Mad respect. <laughs> there'd be mad respect either way. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I don't know. Like, like to me, Vasilevsky is not a dominant goalie right now. I go back to what I said earlier. <clears throat> yeah. Who cares about the regular exactly, season? Exactly. Exactly. And, and if there's anybody who can flip a switch and say, okay, the games really mean something now, yeah. and, I, and I'm going to shut this down... It would be Andre Vasilevsky. Follow Carey Price's career trajectory, right? Hart and Vesna winner, you know. Uh, well, go high draft yeah. pick, yeah. right? You know, take us a little bit of time to get it sorted out, but really it's still quite young by the time he, by the time Halak's traded, right? Yeah. And if you look at, if you take Vasilevsky as the parallel, he's 27 or something like that. This is around when Price slowed up in the regular season. Mm. This is around when Price... I mean, he had injuries to deal with as well. Yeah. But Vasilevsky doesn't. He's he's been pretty healthy. No, but there was a moment where where Price essentially stopped getting shutouts. Yeah, and I'm convinced that it was because if they're up three nothing and it was like towards the end of the game and there was some backdoor pass, he'd look at it and go, Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not risking my yeah. Hip why on would that I? One. Why would I rip my groin to stop something? Yeah, right. In exactly. A, yeah, in a three and, nothing game with two seconds left. Yeah, and so I'm. I would not be surprised if this is Vasilevsky learning how to moderate mm-hmm. a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I've got so much time for him as as being. I think the best goal in the league. Yeah, I think I told you the story when I was in the Fed camp and I made an informal poll of all the other goalies that were there mm-hmm. as to who was the best goalie of all time. And the youngest guy in the room, obviously, idiot, said Vasilevsky. And what's funny is that as you get older... He's, he's on the trajectory to be an all-time great. Well, but as you get older, you start to think of all-time yeah. greats as having to yeah, be... Yeah. It's it's hard to see the all-time great happening in front of you. Right, right. Unless I didn't it's see Connor it with- McDavid, which we're seeing... Well, yeah, yeah. He's slapping us in the face with it every single time right. he gets on our TV. Right. He reaches across and says, "I'm the best," <laughs> or you're an idiot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, it's but when he said that, kind of the whole room went, "Oh, yeah, maybe." Well, he's on that trajectory. There's worse choices he's, in the he's world. On, he's on a trajectory to be an all-time great goaltender. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's He's so bloody. To me, it's too. still Dominic Hasek. Yeah, I know. I've you know, always been a Dominic Hasek guy. That's fine. Yeah, um, but I mean, he's tracking. He's tracking to definitely be a Hall of Famer and to definitely be one of the all-time greats for sure. But anyway, so we're talking about Tampa here. You know, the other night, John Cooper benches his top line. You know, I, that was I, interesting. Yeah, that was interesting, and 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 and, I, you know, to me, I don't, I don't buy into the, you know, whole sort of risk of a coach doing something like that because now that's that's the only weapon the coach has. The only weapon yeah. the coach has is ice time. Yeah, he can't send you to the minors. He can't trade you. He can't dock your pay. You know, I mean, that's the only. That's the only weapon a coach has in his arsenal and i do know that the tampa bay lightning have put a ton of a ton a ton of work into establishing their culture and i and and everything in tampa is either below the line or above the line they keep talking about that right and everything has to be above the line and they've won cups because they've demanded that everything be above the line 
right? Yeah. So when you go below the line, I have no problem with them sitting them out, sitting those guys out. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't think that, that that's going to be a huge sort of like, like he's not losing the room or anything like that. Or, you know, I think, I think, I think that, I think that the relationship with Steven Stamkos has always been. I ten- feel like. Tenuous. Yeah, but I, I think that that was more so earlier. I think yeah. that they've they've won yeah, they, two yeah, cups yeah, together yeah. and been to two finals together. Mm-hmm. I think that I think uh, they know. I think they know that they it's symbiotic and they need they kind of need each other, right? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, um, years later, PK Subban and Michelle Therrien became good friends. Oh, did they? Yeah. Apparently, okay. But you know what I mean. Like there's there's sometimes where those relationships are friction, yeah. and they yeah, and yeah. they yeah. you know yeah. and 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 you look back at it and it yields the results. And I I think that in Stamkos's case, he's not. It's not even that he's looking back at it. I think that the the results have been immediate and apparent. Yeah. And so yeah. there's an understanding there. Yeah. I think that with what professionals, you know, those guys are. I I don't think that it. I don't think that it's gonna. It bothers them. Yeah, but I don't think that there's any shock or surprise. Like right, when right. when I say to a goalie, like especially goalies that have been with me for a while, I'll say, I'll say, do you know what you did there? And they normally just say, yeah, right. <laughs> like, like, do you think that Stamkos doesn't know that he's not playing well? Mm-hmm. You think that you're like, hey, uh, hey, Steven, like, you know, you're not you're not playing your best. You're, and he goes, what? You're dash four. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm out there crushing it. <laughs> I'm the only guy on the team carrying these, <laughs> the, carrying this this bunch of sad sacks. Like you know what I mean. Like he knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he knows. Yeah, They're yeah. not letting any big cats out of the bag right, here, right? And right. so I, I think that that's why what when you have uh, a situation where you've got a coach with a big ego and a player with a big ego, mm-hmm. and the coach benching that player, you, then it's a very different yeah world. Yeah, yeah. But you've got coaches and players that know that they have to be symbiotic to win. Right, right. And I think I think Cooper understands that. I think he walks that line fairly well. Yeah. But I mean that that still doesn't answer the question of whether or not they're vulnerable. Okay. I, I yeah. I I just feel like they are. I just feel like this could be the year. You know, I I I mean they're going to play Toronto. Yeah. Uh, they're five points behind them in the standings. Toronto will have home ice advantage. If Toronto wants to win this series, they got to win it in fewer than seven. Because I could see in Game Seven, Tanner Janot and Nick Paul and Nick Perbix and all those other guys, you know, scoring and and leading them to victory. But I, I just it just feels to me like there's, you know, I mean, there's got to be a time where the where the the pendulum starts to swing or the the trajectory starts to go downward, and I I don't know if it's now. Um, but it, it looks like it could be. Okay. So a funny text that a friend told me that he got from another guy after the Tanner Janot trade Mm -hmm. was, boy, that's a lot to pay for the guy that's going to score in game seven of overtime against the Maple Leafs. (laughs) And and it's, and it's true. And, uh, yeah, but so the only reason why I say that they're, they're vulnerable I think there's still an excellent team, and it's so hard to bet against them. It's kind of like the classic, like, yep. do you bet against Sidney Crosby, right? Right. It's so hard to bet against the Tampa Bay Lightning. The only reason why I say that they're vulnerable is because, man, the Eastern Conference, what they have to get through. Look at this. This is the top for goals for percentage at five versus five mm-hmm. of all the teams in the league. Okay. Boston Bruins, number one. Comes as no shock to anybody. 
Carolina Hurricanes is number two. Comes yeah. as no shock. Yeah. New Jersey Devils. Seattle Kraken does come as a shock. Toronto Maple Leafs. New York Islanders. What, what are they doing there? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. But my okay. Going back though. Stepping back. Toronto, Jersey, Carolina, Boston. You, you don't. You don't. You won't make it to the Stanley Cup final without going through two of those. At least, yeah. Like I mean, if if Tampa if Tampa goes far, it could be Toronto, Boston, Carolina. If they want to get to the final, <laughs> like that's the worst. Are you kidding that's me? That's the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or or uh, that replace Carolina with New York Rangers. Yeah, yeah. At which point, uh, man, talk about big boy hockey. Yeah, like, you yep. know what I mean. Like, yep. like. Yep. Tampa has been very gritty and uh and I'm just gonna say it very dirty. Oh yeah. They're a they're a oh, yeah. crotchety dirty bunch of bunch mm-hmm. of guys. Mm-hmm. Kucherov leading the way there. And just watch just watch uh 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 what's his name? Jacob Truba. Yeah. Just find Kucherov in open ice and lay a shoulder into his chest. I don't know about that because through the I, other I don't side. know that Kucherov is the kind of player that would make himself that vulnerable. Yeah. See, like it's always like everyone's always a like, mistake though. No, but like but like it's always like, you know, that that these rats, you know, they should why doesn't somebody just lay one of these guys out? Well, because they never put themselves in a position yeah. to get like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how, how often does Brad Marchand put himself in a spot where he's gonna get himself Wrecked. Yeah. Never. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so. I mean, what what you're talking about right now, though, is you're you're essentially talking about the uh, the you know unstoppable force and the immovable object, right? Because because Jacob Truba yeah finds guys, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and yeah. Kucherov finds a way of getting away from guys, right? Right. Boy, that's a conference final that I'd love to see. I'd love to see it with Carolina as well, but I think that I might even like to see uh, Tampa. Uh, New York. I don't More. know. Yeah. I don't know. And then Shesterkin versus Vasilevsky. The yep. story writes itself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, anyways, we should move on. But yeah, so I, I think Tampa is vulnerable this year. I, I just... It just feels like this will be the year that, that, that the Leafs... Get the monkey off their back? Well, yeah, that they slay the dragon. Yeah. I... Uh, I want to agree with you, but I find it almost impossible to get the words Tampa vulnerable out of my mouth. Right. So. Yeah. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's 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 wrap up a little bit of the trade deadline. Okay. There's a few notable ones. Uh, Kings get Jonas Corpusalo mm-hmm. and, and get rid of Jonathan Quick. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Well, it's. An upgrade, <laughs> a complete and total upgrade. Is it an upgrade? Oh yeah, it's Corpus has not been having the last couple of decent yeah. Well, it years. doesn't matter. Phoenix Copley's our number one goalie, anyways. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, okay. And he's the guy. He's the guy that's like you talk about. If that guy doesn't play the way he's played this year, yeah, where that team is, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, um, Colorado Avalanche get Lars Eller. We were kicking around the idea of who do they get as a middle six center. Yeah. And they got Lars Eller. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great, great I, I, pickup. I for feel like that's lot. one of those sneaky ones, right? Like yeah. I didn't even realize it. I didn't even know what had happened until a couple of days after. Yeah, and uh, that feels like a real sneaky good 
I I watched the first game with Lars Eller on it, the first Colorado game. I forget who they were playing. And the announcers in Colorado were absolutely over the moon. And it was so funny because like Eller would just do like the most simple thing. He'd like he'd he'd chase a loose puck and they'd be like, That's a winning pedigree right there. <laughs> and I'm like I'm like, look, Lars Eller's a good player. I watched yeah, him from Montreal. I watched him through Washington. On, third line guy but let's on one be honest Stanley of, Cup winning team. Yeah, yeah let's be yeah. honest of what you've got here. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> but I do, I, I agree. I think that that's an interesting pickup. Um, Vancouver, what the hell? Philip mm. Ronick? What are you yeah. guys thinking? Yeah, I don't, yeah it's, hard, it's hard to figure out what the, where they're going. Carolina Hurricanes getting Shane Goss to spare is like, it, it's just like, is, does that make the most sense of any move ever? Might. Yeah. Like they just, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what we should get? Somebody that continues to contribute to our relentless forecheck. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Ah, yeah, okay, let's do it. Well, I mean. Cost him a third yeah. round pick. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They had yeah. the cap space. Cost him a third round pick. Yeah, yeah. That's a sneaky, decent one. I've always yeah. liked the Ghost Bear. I, I liked him in Philly. I liked him a lot in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, he, to me, is what people think that... Uh, um, what's the name of uh, that other defenseman in uh, in Philly? Um, who just got a... Travis Sanheim. I don't know. Who, no, he just uh, got a big contract. I keep on wanting to say Rantanen, but it's not. Ristolainen. Ristolainen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What people think Ristolainen is yep. is what Shane Gossespierre actually is. Right. Right? Right. Tough as nails, big, offensive mm. defenseman. He's not that big. He's not small. He's like six two or something. Is he? Yeah. I, I just I don't think big when I think Shane Goss is bare. Yeah. But he also uh oh he's five eleven. Yeah, I, I think small actually when I think of him. So Well. Yeah. I he plays a little bit bigger though. Okay. Anyways, he he is uh he is what I think that, that people think that Mika Rantanen is, just rant uh Ristolainen is, just okay. Ristolainen is more physical. Right. And so it's more fun to watch at times. But I like Shane. Five ten, one eighty. Yeah, he's not big. No, I know. I just he's not big. I know. Okay. Right. <laughs> I've seen he he's he plays physically though. Like he does not shy away physically. Yeah, he's got you know and he's and he's and he's like producing the way that people play three games affects the size. Like mm-hmm. I remember when Carl Alsner came to Montreal, and uh, and I was like, man, this guy's really small, Oops. eh? Yeah, and I was like, "This guy's really no, small, eh? Huge. No, he's huge. Yeah, he's huge. He just looks yeah, small. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because the way that he plays." Um, and here's the big one that we got to talk about: Jacob Chikrin. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty twenty three conditional first, twenty four second all conditional, twenty six second. I can't believe that Arizona didn't get more for him. I can't believe that either. I, I I I don't get it. Like you wait this long, yeah, and you've you've got a guy who's still got term, yeah, on a good contract, yeah, and, and you settle for that. Like, couldn't they have gotten that six months ago, a year ago? The only defense like I, of that is yeah. is having a better idea of where that first might be. Yeah, yeah, that's the only defense. And, yeah. and so, what's yeah. the difference? So, you could trade him to, and by the way, actually. Uh, Ottawa does fall into that mold of what I was saying of kind of like the young teams uh, 
that are entering win now territory that I thought that he should go to. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, you know, you've got it. You know that it's top five protected, the first round pick. Yeah. They're probably not getting top five. But if you can get to that five to 12 section, that's not bad. And that might be more important than getting two picks in 25. Well, what, what, year, is, what year is it again, the pick? This year. It's this year. So what place are the Ottawa Senators in? They're playing better, too. Yeah. So are they, they're, not, they're not even close to being a top 10. No, they're not going to be a pick, top 10. Right? No. Yeah. Uh, they, might be, they might be like just in the top 10. Like I could see it being like between 8 and 12. See, to me, if you're trading Jacob Chikrin, you got to get something. Something that you know. You're talking about a blue chip prospect. I'm talking about a blue chip prospect or a young player, whatever. Yeah. You got, you got to get something back, don't you? I agree. Yeah. I agree. Ottawa is 20th in the league. So currently their pick would be 10th. 15th? No. Oh, sorry. You're right. Uh, 12th. 13th. Wouldn't it be? One, two, three. 13th. Okay. Yeah. So currently, so, okay. So just outside of my 8 to 12 range. Right. 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 So. Which is, you're getting close to middle of the first round there. Yeah. Mushy middle. Mushy middle. Um, Yeah. To me, I, I'm, I'm just very surprised that they, they didn't, you know, you sit them out for all those games. You, uh, you know, you have this guy, you, you, you create a market for him and then that's what you get. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. I, I don't know if you saw, I, I tweeted the that Family Guy gif. No, remember, I didn't Remember when, when Lois told Peter a story and, and she finishes and Peter goes, go on. And she goes, that's it. And he goes, <laughs> go on. That's the whole story. Go on. I, I retweeted that gif because I was just like, it's like you see that list and you're just like, now, granted, none of the pieces were, but there was a first round pick there. But like Timo Meyer was traded for thirteen pieces. Yeah, like, wasn't that many? Eh? Yeah, I think it was around. It was about that. Timo Meyer was traded for like thirteen pieces. And granted, you got a first round pick and some, you know, mid level prospects and all the rest of it. Like it's not, it's not as good of a package as you, as you'd think when you hear the term thirteen pieces. Yeah, but still, like this is this is weird. I, I just like it's just to me it's just like like I'm not saying you're gonna get you know Drake Batherson or no Jake Sanderson or Josh Norris but like you couldn't get something yeah yeah I totally agree it was a weird one yeah uh let's move right along on this list uh Pittsburgh Penguins get Michael Granlund Mikhail Granlund mm-hmm. it's an interesting one eh yep. Anything more to say about it? Nope. Bruins get Tyler Bertuzzi. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Talk about a guy that was made to be a Bruin too. Yeah. Yeah. He'll fit in. He'll fit in very, very well there. Yeah. I, I, uh, I and they'll, they'll find a way to sign him long term, and they'll get it done. Yeah. Uh, nobody cares about that trade. Uh, so then the Vegas Golden Knights get Jonathan Quick. That was an interesting one. That was. Also, watching him, I don't know who said shutout, but boy, uh, they were up like 4-3 on Montreal the other night, and that 4 uh, nothing on Montreal the other night, and then went to 4-3 mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked good. 
I think that stylistically he matches with the Vegas Golden Knights defense quite well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only trick is, is what's he got in the tank? Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But I like, I don't know. Why not? If you're Vegas, why not? What's available to you? It costs you almost nothing. <laughs> yeah. It costs you Michael Hutchinson <laughs> and a seventh round pick. Wow. Michael Hutchinson. Like, wow. He's just like. What a journeyman, eh? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I've been a everywhere, man. He's, he's got to be like, he's got to either think he's the, he's the luckiest or unluckiest guy in the world. Yeah. Uh, Edmonton Oilers getting Nick Bukestad. Much to say on that one. Um, great for their depth. Yeah, why not? Fabulous for their depth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this one was interesting. The Stars getting Max Domi. Yeah, you don't, you don't like it? I'm not a. I'm I've I used to be a big Domi fan. I thought I thought Max Domi was going to be a really good. Like, really good second-line center for a long time in the NHL. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. And I, I just don't I don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah, but he's quietly been just fine for his whole career. Yeah, really quiet in Carolina. He was really, really quiet there. Okay, fair enough. But yeah. what I'm saying is that if you I, take expectations out of it... I just don't know how good he is on a really good team. That's fair. There's a lot of guys who are good, bad team players. Yeah. And I, I don't know if he's one of those... Yeah. But I, I just I don't see him any longer as a legitimate second line pro- offensively producing center in the NHL. Yeah. Now here's here's one that is just so perfect because what has been my analogy all the time for for teams with Stanley Cup uh aspirations? Nick Benino. Who's your Nick <laughs> yeah, Benino? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the Pittsburgh Penguins go out and get, get themselves back Nick, uh, Nick Benino. Yep. 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 <laughs> What do you think about that one? Um, Unfortunately, they, I don't think that Nick Benino is Nick Benino anymore. No, but Nick Benino can probably still win draws. Yeah, and he can probably still be, you know, he can. They're he stronger can still with be a him. Contributor. Yeah, they're yeah, stronger with him. There's yeah. no two ways about it. Yep, I agree with you. Yep. It's no, he's not a thirty goal scoring third line winger mm-hmm. with Phil Kessel on his wing, right? To contribute <laughs> yeah. to one of the best lines in the playoffs, right? Yeah. No, he's not that. But is your fourth line better with Nick Benino or without Nick Benino? Yeah. It's better yeah. with him. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like it for, for Pittsburgh's uh mm-hmm. and of course if if last year's playoffs is any uh consideration indication, indication yeah. the stars came to play in it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 Sidney Crosby's and the and the Evgeny Malkins mm-hmm. and the Chris Latangs, who've all actually been having themselves nice years as well this year. Sidney Crosby's having a ridiculous year. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So the star the stars seem ready for it. Age, yeah. And can we get the depth to surround them? Yeah. And Nick Benino uh Are they they're in the they're in the first wild card spot right now, right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So they draw Carolina. <laughs> Eesh. Eesh is right. Uh any other interesting trades that we need to talk about? I don't think so. Nah, all garbage. Um, (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, that was unfair. All uninteresting. Is that better? I suppose. Uh, It's not much better. Yeah. So let me ask you a question then before, before we get out of here, because I think we're, we're, we're wrapping up, we're wrapping up the the pod today Mm -hmm. before we get out of here. What? Oh, Raz, did we talk about Rasmus Sandin? We talked about him last week, I think. Did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. 
what would you say is your underrated, under the radar pick that you think, uh, uh, not pick, pardon me, but uh, trade that you think is like that guy? Basically, who is last year's Arturi Lekkonen? Right. Who is, yeah, who's the Michael Kempney? Who's the, who's the, uh, who's the Michael Hanzus? Right. I, I don't know. Just a sec. I, I throw out some trades and let me think. I'm, try, I'm trying to think of. Like the one that ends up being the one that everyone goes that that's the deal, like that's the deal that put this team over the top. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. more more or less, more or less. The guy that that was like not a huge trade, but had an outmoded Jordan Greenway to Buffalo. What? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good ad. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But Buffalo won't even make the playoffs. So maybe I was going to say, yeah, hot take that Buffalo's even making the playoffs. Maybe that's not a good one. Well, you got to start off with who are your who are your Stanley Cup winners? Who are your potential Stanley Cup winners? Right, Boston being one of them. I still put Tampa in that mix. Would you consider John Klingberg to Minnesota to be one of those? Yes, but I don't. I don't have high hopes for Minnesota making it deep in the playoffs. Right. Although in the West, in a weak Western Conference, I could talk myself into it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Hmm. Could you talk yourself into it? I could. I could. I suppose I could talk myself into it. Yeah. 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 I'd say uh, um, the Bruins getting uh, uh, what's his name here. Garnet Hathaway. Okay. That's the one that I just think is is just sneaky good and he's going to have a, a big impact in the playoffs. He could. He could. Yeah. 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 You're going to go with Klingberg? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I um I'm trying to think of any other any other teams that got sort of bit guys. Gosses Bear could be that one as well. Yeah, I mean, I just gushed over him with yeah. Carolina. Like, could you not see Gossesbear w- making the 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 uh, overtime winner in Game Seven? I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of like what Lekkonen did. Yeah, twice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort yeah. of. <laughs> so, like, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like that guy that like Lekkonen was like a third round pick or something like that to Montreal for Lekkonen, and they, you know, and he just scores the game the 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 series clinching goal twice. Right. Right. You know. Also, so who's yeah, that guy? So I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the West. I mean, the Bukestad trade is another one that really. I think that's a really good one. Yeah. Um, just going through all the teams. I could see the Jonathan Quick t- trade being a huge one. Could you see that? Like he could just like, just like turn it on in the playoffs. And- Jonathan Quick is the goalie that I've had the most trouble analyzing. Yeah. In 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 ever. Mm-hmm. Right after he won his first cup, I'm like, I'm like, ah, he's done. He's a one and done guy. <laughs> and then, and then I'm like, when he when he kept it going for a couple of years, I was like, oh, this guy's the best goalie in the world. And then he fell off a cliff. And then I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm wrong again. Like, yeah, yeah. He's he's been, you know, just to eat my slice of humble pie here. He's been a goalie that I've always had a hard time guessing with. Right. And so I guess what I'd say is. Is it outside of the realm of possibility that Jonathan Quick gets really reinvigorated on a good Golden Knights team that could make a deep playoff run? Would would not would not mm-hmm. shock me. Well, one bit. What what would be interesting? Could is, he get pumped for twelve yeah. goals in two games and never see action again in his career? 
also wouldn't shock me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I like it. I like the idea of him doing well because he's old now and it's kind of like there's a little bit of a nostalgia factor and yeah. you know, and he's also small and he plays in a way that's fun to watch. There's all like you know what I mean. There's 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 reasons that I want to root for Jonathan Quick. Well, I want to root for a, a first round series between Vegas and L.A., but it's it's probably not going to happen. It'd be a good series. I mean, I mean, I, I you know. So does Edmonton go on a heater here and maybe win the win the win the uh, Pacific Division? So then they'd be first, which I doubt is going to happen. Yeah. I mean, Seattle, like Seattle's on some kind of tear right now too, right? I've got I've got my guy. Another trade that I think could be the the underrated one. You said Edmonton. You made me think of it. Oh. Yes, he pull Yarvi to the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, I don't think so. You don't, don't think, think that so. you no. just pull Yarvi just all of a sudden becomes mm-hmm. no, no, no. I think he's one of those guys who he is what he is. Yeah, he's much like Popeye in that sense. Yes, yes. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, there you go. There you go. Jack Johnson. <laughs> Jack Johnson. It. Yeah. The secret weapon. Yeah. Barbashev could be it. Yeah. Yeah. Dadanov's been playing exceptionally well for all the ridicule that we gave that trade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yep. All right. Let's get out of here. Yeah. That was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. No, I'm just trying. I'm just uh, I'm just going through the teams and still trying to find that one. I mean, it's hard because you never know until it happens. Because, you, know, you know, Shea Weber going to the Arizona Coyotes, I think, would be for the good one. Yeah. 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 Tyler Mott. Nope. No, you don't think Tyler Mott could be that guy? I doubt it. It's the, you got to get the middle six guys, right? Like, you got to find that, like, it's like, you, you can't, you couldn't say Ryan O'Reilly. Like, that's too, you know what I mean? You got to find no, the. He's, no, that's, no, that's, that's way too big. Yeah. You that's gotta way find too the, big. I'm, it's got to be more of a, more of a depth move. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's got to be the depth move. Yeah. Ah, well. Okay. Well, that'll do it for us this week. Check out kencampbell.substack.com. Check us out on Twitter at Hockey No Filter. Of course, at Ken underscore Campbell 27 at underscore Dylan Waugh. Don't forget to leave us a review, and we'll talk to you next week.